Welcome. No, you get this one. You got it. Fine. Fine. Welcome back to the BZ Podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. Hey. This is Britt. <laughs> this is Zay. And today we are going to be talking about sleep. Pretty important. About to go to sleep right now. Right now. <laughs> So this was inspired by a guest that Joe Rogan had on his podcast. This I, was a year ago. <laughs> I'm super and I, late. Mm-hmm, uh, listen, listen, y'all. I sent her this episode. I was like, yo, this is a very interesting episode. I sent it to her a year he ago. He didn't send it to me. He just told I, me yes, about I it. He's did. saying he sent it, yes, and I refused I to believe that, and I didn't. Yes, I did. Fine, you did. But I sent and it I to her. Scrolled right on by, and she scrolled right on by. Probably was sent it, me memes masked, in the midst of it. Masked in a world star post. No, no, okay, that's cause... straight from YouTube. Don't play okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey! To to your credit, the the clip you sent me the other day uh, from this podcast was a world star clip. Yep. So it did yep. come in handy. Yeah. So I sent you a clip of it, uh, of the guy talking. I forgot what the clip was on. You remember? Yes, I do. All right. All right. So the the guest that they had, what that Joe Rogan had on his podcast, his name is Matthew Walker, and he said this statistic of the effects of um, daylight saving. And there's a study done at the University of Colorado back in 2014. That said that when Americans lose one hour of sleep in the spring, the risk of heart attack increases by 25%. And when the clock gives back that hour of sleep in the fall, the risk of heart attack decreases by 21%. Yeah, that's deep. And I was like, what? Damn. One hour. Oh, by the way, um, the episode is Joe Rogan, episode number 1109. Mm-hmm. Just to throw that in there. This is going to be like... Like, we're going to be talking about it. It's going to be based on this. But if you all want more information, we highly suggest after you finish listening to this one to actually go and listen to that actual episode because uh, we're not scientists. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But Matthew Walker is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, and he's he a, has a, a book called Why We Sleep. And I saw that he's also working on a sequel to that book. So I'm very interested to also read the book, which will be, go even more in detail of the points he made on that two-hour-long conversation. Word, word. All right. So, uh, it's... How much sleep do you get a night? Uh, Not enough. I would say I probably average, like, five. Yeah, I would six. say I do as well. About yeah. Five. It's funny because we both know when each other has been, like, awake... <laughs> because we'll both wake up to like hella hella uh, meme shared through the DM like right. oh this nigga Zay was up to like three o'clock in the morning scrolling right and they say though that like according to your body's natural rhythm you're supposed to be in your deepest sleep around three a.m. Okay. like two a.m. to four a.m. that's t- supposed to be the point of deepest sleep and I find with me like a lot of times I'll fall asleep before I should. And I'll be awake during that time where I'm supposed to have that super deep sleep. 
Mm-hmm. And then when I go back to sleep, I end up having these like wild ass dreams because I'm like, I'm probably throwing, <laughs> <laughs> throwing off my little internal clock all, you know what I mean? All over the place. But yeah, it's weird how we feel like we can function. Yeah. I think it's pushed on us too. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. It's like accepted that like, oh yeah, you're supposed to be running on empty at all times. Like it's kind of like a badge of honor to right. be walking around Mm-hmm. a zombie oh yeah i remember i used to brag about the fact that i could like only need four hours of sleep i used to think yeah. that was like a good thing yeah like, like i was no, somehow sure. superhuman you know like i'm cooler than you like what is that <laughs> so you need sleep <laughs> sucker <laughs> what a what an idiot <laughs> and the thing is though when we do sleep we have two stages that repair the body and mind and it's REM rapid eye movement is the state of when you were in the dream state. And mm. then you have the deepest state of non rapid eye movement sleep. And that is the state of when your body's repairing yourself, repairing itself. So when you're dream in your dream state, that's when your mind is being repaired. And then when you're in just that normal deep sleep, that's when your body is uh, healing itself. So to think that you can function effectively on limited sleep and you're not even really getting into that deep state for a long enough time mm-hmm. um it's just not feasible it just doesn't happen and matthew walker gave the example of when you're out and you know you have a friend that's had like six shots and then they think that they're fine to drive home and it's like yeah you might think that you're fine but you're not And that's the same thing with us walking around thinking that we're good getting five hours of sleep when our, even though we're like, we're, you know, we're, we're going through the motions, our body hasn't properly healed. And I'm sure we've all not, I don't know if we've all, but (laughs) (laughs) plenty of us have been out drinking and stuff and you feel fine. You feel like you can do anything, you know, you feel great. And then the next day when you sober up, you're like, I was fucked up. Like, (laughs) like shit. I didn't realize how drunk I was. He had said that, like, after, well, they say, after 20 hours of being awake, you are as physically and cognitively impaired as you would be if you were legally drunk. Mm. And, you know, you add that, how many people, like, if you just take a hand, how many times you ask somebody how they're doing or uh, which they've been up to, how many times they respond, oh, I'm tired. Right. Super tired. So think Mm -hmm. about, we're already sleep deprived. We add these uh, substances on top of that. You're super mm-hmm. impaired already. And I, what I found was crazy. It was He said um, drowsy driving kills more people on the roads than alcohol or drugs combined. Right. Nobody and, talks about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just accepted that you're tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, he fell asleep at the wheel. Well, that's fine. Right. And he was saying, too, that it's even more dangerous because... When you are in an impaired state, you most likely have a delayed reaction. Instead of when you're asleep, you have no re- no reaction at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's scary. Because um, you have those, they call them micro-sleeps. When you're just so exhausted that, you know, your brain tries to just steal every little bit of sleep you can get. Yeah. So that's how, saying, like, you know, you, like, you nod off real quick. And I, you, like, I found it. You feel yourself fall asleep, but it's like for mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. I found yeah, I found it wild, um, wild, interesting that they were saying like your your brain, like subconsciously knows you're not getting enough rest, mm-hmm. and in order to preserve itself to the best of its capability, like yeah, this idiot only got five <laughs> hours of sleep last night. Uh, right. We need to do something. 
evolution has made it so that your brain will steal from your awakeness. Mm-hmm. So like when you be awake, you be zoned out or you be mm-hmm. daydreaming. Like yeah. uh, that's your brain saying, oh, yeah, we have to uh, uh, overcompensate and mm-hmm. steal back some of this time we lost because uh, Isaiah can't get off his phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And then they did say as well, too, that even in those efforts, we still aren't able to make up that time lost. Yeah. And so it's like someone who's going years and years and years, like you, you might be able to do repair some of the damage, mm-hmm. but not an extensive amount of time and not getting the proper rest. You know, it was crazy hmm. when I was younger, I was like 13. Like I had this theory that like, if you didn't start off on Monday, like your Sunday, the Monday sleep was the most important sleep for mm-hmm. that week. Like mm-hmm. if you started off on a bad foot, you like you're just never gonna regain that sleep. Mm-hmm. And I had no knowledge of this, but it's kind of right. Like yeah. now, if this if this uh if this study is true and all that stuff, like kind of right. Right. I was a weird kid. Like why was I thinking <laughs> about that? <laughs> but you know what? It could speak to that. Like I had already like assimilated mm-hmm. to you know modern day. I have to be up at six o'clock in the morning to catch the bus at seven to be at school like you know what i mean like i already accepted that lack of sleep was a thing yeah and i mean yeah through high school like i used to help with my mom's business and i might have gotten three three four hours of sleep a lot of times mm-hmm. per night and i felt like i was fine <laughs> yeah. but i wonder what type of damage that may have caused and they were also doing like the studies on people that work overnight shifts mm-hmm. and how they their health is you know worse than people that work normal daytime shifts yeah. and not to say even people that work normal daytime shifts are you know good in their sleep schedule but just working at night and not like getting enough sunlight and you know it's just like your the your internal rhythm is just kind of thrown off yeah you ever work an overnight shift uh no well yeah i mean you count like <laughs> it wasn't like a true one but i used to work at night with my mom okay okay and we would finish like really early in the morning yeah i worked the overnight shift for probably like eight months that shit changed you yo yeah it changes you yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see like the weird people the weird people really do come out <laughs> at night yo they really do <laughs> all right so um Oh, I want to touch on, too, like you said, about going to sleep impaired. Okay. Um, They were touching on, they didn't really go over all the different substances. Most of the studies are on alcohol. There's some studies on marijuana, but not as much as alcohol. And basically, when you're in that state, you kind of skip the deep sleep and the dreaming state. Mm-hmm. So you're still not really getting the benefits. So that whole like nightcap idea or, you know, having a drink before bed, it's not like you're not getting the actual beneficial sleep. It's kind of like fake sleep, just yeah. like other types of like, you know, sedatives. Yeah, they say Um, I found it interesting. They say like the absence of like deep REM sleep creates like this rebound effect. Mm-hmm. So, like, say I'm a person who, who smokes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to dream because I'm not in the state that allows for dreaming. And mm-hmm. that, that would be REM sleep. But once I quit the smoking or quit the drinking, 
you'll find that your dreams ramp up a bit. And I've had that personally happen to me. And I know a lot of people that it's happened to. Mm -hmm. Um, But the REM, that REM part of sleep, it's like your brain enjoys it the most. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And enjoys dreams. So it's like... I don't want to. I don't want to say enjoy. Maybe it needs well, it. Well, yeah, how much I was the, say the, yeah, it yeah. needs it for that brain and mind function, um, just helping like the cognitive, all that type of stuff, because mm-hmm. uh, that's when your brain is going through what you learn throughout the day and practicing the repetition and memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're gonna touch back on that. Yeah, for in sure. A little, in a little bit, but one would think, why haven't we? adapted to requiring less sleep since that is our new societal norm and i guess for one (laughs) i think what's causing a lot of sleep deprivation is of course our phones our electronics for sure um not really setting that because they say you're supposed to like prepare yourself for sleep like two hours before you even go to sleep you know Mm. starting to dim the lights um they say you should quit using like your phone or anything like that, like an hour before going to sleep. And most of us are on our phones until <laughs> we yeah, pass out. Real. You know for what I real. mean? Yeah. So <laughs> like a lot of things that we do are kind of more recent. So for, I guess, evolution to change, it would I require much longer, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But they're saying like the main reason why we haven't adapted is because we are the only creatures in the animal kingdom that deliberately deprive themselves of sleep for no reason. <laughs> None whatsoever. No, there's no reason for it. So it's not like back in the day when you needed to um, wake up, I guess, like if you were, you need food, you're starving, you don't have like mm-hmm. food is easily accessible. Um you know, you would maybe require less sleep because you need to get up and, you know, hunt, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But that's not our life. And, yeah, we're just kind of doing it to ourselves. Yeah, and, and he said for the most part, animals still, still like, you know what I mean? They might go without sleep for a little bit because they're starving. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, they're pretty consistent with their sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. But our dummy. We're yeah, dumb we're just sleep. like, yeah, we'll sleep when we die. And it's like, yeah, literally. Mm. <laughs> yeah literally you're literally killing yourself yeah. you're making it happen faster which is the crazy thing because it's like we're so worried about running out of time which is why i think we're like we don't need sleep mm-hmm. but then it's like you're cutting the time short yeah so, no like scientifically that was one of his <laughs> findings was like uh i forgot what the actual numbers were mm-hmm. but less sleep equals to shorter lifespan mm-hmm. along with a list of other ailments right yeah, another thing I thought was pretty interesting that he touched on was um, how when we're sleeping in unfamiliar places, we only use half of our brain, um, kind of as like an alert system. So that's why you never really feel rested when you're sleeping, like in a new place for the first time. Maybe if you're like spending the night over someone else's house, or <laughs> yeah, you're always insecure when you're over somebody else's house spending the night. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, especially like when you fall asleep and then you wake up and you forget that you're not in your own bed. Right. <laughs> you have like, if you're at hotels, um, it's or falling asleep in front of people. <laughs> Why would you be lying? You ever, <laughs> somebody ever catch you sleep? Like, mm-hmm. you catch you sleep and you'd be like, no, I wouldn't sleep. Like, nigga, <laughs> I just watched you fall asleep. You was just asleep. But it's but probably that, that vulnerability, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
You can't well, sleep at one. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. True, but I guess that yeah, that can play a part. You know what I mean? Just, like, because you just open, son. Yeah, but I mean, also, I'm just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying when you're just by yourself too, I like know, you know, know, if you're traveling or whatever. Um, but like that's like certain animals also have that same function of uh, keeping one side of the brain open, which I believe is the left side stays awake and your right side goes to sleep. Yeah, like dolphins do that. Mm-hmm. And I saw a study where, or study, I don't know if it was a study, but. Uh, ducks were on a pond sleeping and the ducks that were in the middle, they were like kind of in a line. The ducks that were in the middle had both eyes closed and the ducks that were on the end, they had one eye open and was looking like outward, kind of like, you know, sleeping. One eye was sleeping. The other one was looking outward to make sure like no predators are coming. So that's, that's kind of cool. Um, Do you have anything to add before I start on the stages of sleep? No. Okay. Carry well, on. <laughs> well, I think this is like the most embarrassing part of sleep, as you just <laughs> brought up. <laughs> so the the first stage. I said there are four stages of sleep. The first stage um, is the lightest stage of non REM sleep, non eye rap, non rapid eye movement sleep. Um, so this is the presence of slow eye movements. Um, this is like kind of the drowsy stage. You can be easily awoken. Um, your muscles start to relax, uh, your brainwave activity begins to slow, and you may experience what they call hypnic jerks or uh, abrupt muscle spasms that may even end. <laughs> I know. Wait, let me just. <laughs> I know. Keep going because I just know and exactly where it's even, going. Jesus. May even experience sensations of falling and drifting in and out. Have mm. you ever, like, when you first start to fall asleep and then you kind of like wake up and you feel like you're like kind of falling. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you fall asleep, you don't really realize and you just kind of wake up quickly. And like, yeah. Like you're that quick, like jerk awake. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. That's the worst one though. The fucking, when you like twitch. Yeah. Especially when you're not alone. I know. Yeah. You know, you like, you with a new partner all of a sudden, like you do some <laughs> awkward ass jerking your sleep. Right. <laughs> they be looking at you like, right. You're like, right. I want to sleep. Right. That's the worst though when you try to stay awake and you get all sitting over there twitching and shit. <laughs> you do, like do you do anything weird when you fall asleep? Like that has like Brie ever told you something like, like I don't know. Like just I do something weird. Like what? Like, I don't know. I'll just make a noise. Like <laughs> as I'm mean? like get nah as I'm like, shut up, don't make me do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like as I'm about to go to sleep, it just be like <laughs> or like it's like it's it's yeah. weird yo it's warm super milk. weird he's in warm milk um <laughs> i'm jealous right. of children why because they can kind of just go to sleep anywhere and it's accepted so babies uh, this looks like a yeah. good place toddlers no, right no shame right no shame at all i do it they call the cops <laughs> shut up (laughs) all right but yeah so that's the first stage the very beginning of when you're falling asleep uh the second stage is the first actual stage of defined non-rem sleep so this is when you're not like people can't wake you up as easily Mm -hmm. uh you're the slow moving eyes stops um that's also like i used to see that like when I would like, maybe like I was with my siblings when I fall asleep and I just look over and you see like their eyes kind of moving. They used to freak me out. I never used to get it. Like, understand that. Yeah. Um, 
At least I know it's natural. I was like, what the hell is wrong with Decker? You know anybody <laughs> that sleeps with their eyes open? No. I feel like I've seen people fall asleep and their eyes are like slightly open. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But yeah, I don't know what that means when it's just open. I don't know if that's a form of sleep paralysis. Or I wonder or what, what stage stage you can reach with that open. Because like it's still taking in light, I would assume. I would assume. All right, so continuing with the stage two. Uh, the brain waves continue to slow even more so uh, with specific bursts of rapid activity known as sleep spindles. And they are mixed with sleep structures known as K-complexes. I don't know what either one of these mean, but <laughs> when <laughs> when the two come together, they keep the brain from awakening from sleep. So that's, I guess, why you're able to go into a deeper state. It's like a barrier is kind of put up to stop you from waking up from like small noises and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your body, also, your body temperature also begins to decrease and your heart rate begins to slow. Now, the next stage, stage three, this is the deepest s- stage of sleeping uh, before the dream state sleep, which is REM sleep. So the deepest stage of non-REM sleep, stage three, this is the most restorative stage of sleep. Uh, When you are in that deep sleep state, this is when your body begins to heal itself. Um, Human growth hormones are released and they go to restoring your muscles, the stresses from the day, your immune system. Uh, They don't have as much research of this stage of sleep as they do as the dreaming state. But um, they do know that it helps with energy restoration, cell regeneration, uh, promotes the growth of and repair of tissues and bones. And not getting enough of this sleep they have found is directly linked to Alzheimer's, mm. heart disease, diabetes, and stroke. And it makes sense. Yeah. You know what's wild, though? So mm-hmm. I just had a thought, like, all the things that we attribute to all those ailments other than sleep, mm-hmm. like all the things, uh, cigarettes, uh, whatever, poor diet, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third, like all the things we attribute to those ailments or what can cause those ailments. Mm-hmm. I've never heard sleep until like now. Yeah. I've always kind of had the idea because I used to always hear the term beauty sleep. Yeah. And... I would see like back when I was like a teenager and like, you know, you have like breakouts and things like that on your face. I would see like if you would do something about it the night before and like do a treatment and then you wake up next morning like it's gone or just anything with your body, you know. Mm -hmm. So I guess I kind of made the connection, but I still wasn't like sure how deep it went. (laughs) That's why like hearing that statistic about daylight saving in that one hour making such a huge difference yeah drastic yeah it's crazy so um yeah like i said so this stage of sleep is what repairs your body so with these different uh conditions that can happen from not getting enough sleep it makes sense because you're you keep on going like you said you can't get that sleep back so if you keep going for long periods of time not getting enough rest your body is not able to repair all the damage that's done during the day. Because mm-hmm. they and say they... just being awake, you know, you're causing toxins, uh, cancer-producing things in your body. And when you go to sleep, that's when your body heals all those things. Because some of the stuff is just unavoidable. Yeah, they said just being, the, yeah, like you were saying, they just said like the act of being woke. Mm-hmm. Not not woke like that, y'all. Um, <laughs> but just, just wakefulness. Mm-hmm. The act of being that is is technically brain damage. 
Yeah. Like it takes a lot of energy to operate your brain and mm-hmm. bodily functions and just go throughout your day. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand how much like just to move your finger is how much information is coursing through your body from your brain right. in order for that to happen and how fast that happens. Right. And exactly. And that's with this final stage of sleep, REM sleep, uh, the rapid eye movement stage, which is the dreaming state. Uh that's why that's the part that repairs your mind. So I guess with the rapid eye movements, the brain waves move more quickly mm-hmm. and you're able to process information that you take in during the day. And like, so they gave the example on the podcast um, of this test they did with mice and they had them in during a maze. And I mm. guess they played like different tones and sounds for to get through the maze. Mm. And they saw that when the mice were asleep in the REM state, that they were doing those same sequences, but at a very, very fast rate. Yeah. So from that, it was like our brains, they deducted from that, that our brains replay memory sequences we learn while we're awake, mm-hmm. but they do it at a clip about 20 times faster. That's crazy. So I guess that's with the rapid eye movement, like fucking matrix and shit, like when his eyes is moving all fast and the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's crazy. Like um, Joe Rogan was saying how like in martial arts, basically you have to remember the sequences. And like if somebody grabs this part of you, like your shoulder, like you in- instinct, like you just instantly know where to grab because you practice it so much and you yeah. go over it in your head so much. So they are also saying like with playing instruments, uh, remembering those patterns and sequences. I can attest to that, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently been trying to pick up the piano. I'm like teaching myself like one song at a time and I'll be struggling with, you know, I'm very basic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you never know how uncoordinated your fingers are until you try <laughs> to learn like the piano or any uh-huh. or anything involving your fingers. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I'm trying to learn a song. I'm sitting down. I'm there for a couple hours. And I'm trying to get this one part down. I get to a point where I know the 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 benefits of it. Like I'm assessing risk and reward at a certain point. I say, I got to walk away from it, mm-hmm. right? Walk away from it. I can go back to it in the same day and I'll still be struggling. But just recently, I haven't had time to, to practice. Mm-hmm. So I started a song sometime last week. Couldn't do it all week. Came back to it this morning. Mm-hmm. And it was almost as if my fingers were memorized mm-hmm. where they needed to be wow on the keyboard <laughs> uh-huh. and I, I you know i mean i might have thought about it throughout the day but i think that's real yeah i think that's a real thing right and I, you know they said something he said uh it, it might be the the best performance enhancing drug right you know what i mean just just getting more sleep mm-hmm. actively practicing what you're what you're doing while you're awake and then going to sleep Right. And he was saying that's like the main thing that when people um, are in the hospital and they're assessing them, that they should ask them, how much sleep are you getting? What time do you normally go to sleep? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like actually diving into that to at least attribute that to being some of the cause of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's basically he's like the the guest Matthew Walker. He's saying basically he's lobbying for sleep. He's trying to get the government to do like a campaign on it. Uh, mm-hmm. like like they have campaigns against drunk driving and things like that. 
they also should do a campaign, you know, telling people how important sleep is. Yeah. Or just like throwing it in their face. Um, but yeah, so during uh, the REM sleep, the thing I thought was super interesting, they said that the brain waves are similar during this state as they are when you're awake. That's that's odd. Right. But only just that your body doesn't move. Because somehow we become paralyzed while we're sleeping. Now, they say this is only between 90 to 20 minutes each night, so about an hour and a half to two hours during your sleep, you're in this state. But... Um, are you talking like... um? What do they call it? You said it before. You're talking about like that paralyzed feeling well no just that we just everyone's paralyzed like i'm not mm-hmm. not to confuse with the condition of having sleep paralysis but that don't exist that's the devil <laughs> that's what they told you in church right that was the devil sitting on you shut up you gotta wrestle them no, in I mean, dreams. Like, we are paralyzed to a degree that we're not like it's our body's way of protecting us from actually acting out our dreams now facts you, you know, because all rationale is gone, like the part of your brain mm-hmm. that like controls like you're probably clinically psychotic mm-hmm. when you're in that REM state or you're in the dream state. We're in the dream state, right? Or is it a little deeper? No, REM is the dream state. But he was okay. saying that your prefrontal cortex shuts off when you're asleep and all the other parts of your brain ramps up. So your prefrontal cortex is the part that's like the operator, like tells everybody what to do. Like you said, like that's where the rational section is. So when that gets shut off, he was like, it's like the rest of the brain like escaped the prison. So it's like <laughs> just, just all running wild. We out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I found it interesting that um that part of the brain is still like awake. Or or is mimicking what it's like your brain's still mimicking what it's like to be oh, awake the at a waves certain point. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I so assume, that's the activity. Like, yeah. You know I mean? That's crazy. I, I would assume that, like, it's kind of tricking you. Like, your subconscious is tricking you into thinking you're awake so you can think about the whatever you took in that day. And then it goes into that ramped up state where, like, mm-hmm. everything speeds up. Yeah. Um, and they still don't really know why um, or how the muscles are paralyzed. They thought that it had something to do with neurotransmitters being connected to glycine. But I hope I'm saying that right. But um, once they were studying it more, they still found <laughs> glycine's presence. So they still don't know. Uh, there's a lot that they still don't know about sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the whole like muscle, I mean, sleep paralysis, they were saying that happens when um, you're basically your mind wakes up before your body does. So a lot of times you'll That's experience scary. it very quickly, but some people have prolonged <laughs> sessions of it, which is, I can't imagine. I mean, I've never experienced that. I've experienced maybe like a few seconds, which is also kind of ties into like lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine you, someone who's literally there for like a full minute and can't move. <laughs> have you ever lucid dreamed? Dreamt? Is it dreamt? I, I guess if you yeah using past tense, I guess whatever. Um, maybe like for a quick moment, I always fall asleep. I've never truly like fully had a lucid dream. I um I think I had it once, and it was like when I was asleep in my car. Like I take a nap at work, folks. I get an hour right. lunch break. I'm a toddler. <laughs> I park up and try to catch up on the sleep. For years, I thought I was like balancing it out. 
Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, I only got six hours of sleep. I can get this quick hour and then it's going to make up for what I lost. Apparently that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I experienced the lucid dream, but I only experienced it for like two seconds and then I woke up. Mm-hmm. I was so mad because it was about to get lit. <laughs> but yeah, they were saying like, you know how um, they say like you get kind of groggy after like lunchtime yeah. a- around, I guess, two o'clock. And they were saying that really has nothing to do with what you eat. Because a lot of times we feel like, oh, we ate too much, which I mean, I'm sure it attributes a little bit if you eat, you know what I mean? A really big meal, a lot of carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter what, it's just kind of like, that's like kind of like a low point in the day that's just natural how yeah. it is yeah so i'm like oh is that why i always need that two two or three o'clock coffee <laughs> right how much coffee do you drink you drink a, a lot? day yeah uh usually how many like ounces or cups i guess <laughs> in cups. the morning i probably have like two cups like 16 ounces of coffee and Ooh. then in, I mean, I get like a medium coffee that's like 16 ounces. Oh, okay. I thought you meant two 16-ounce coffees. No, no, no. I said like, two shit, cups. Right? That's technically two cups because eight ounces is a cup. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and then I'll, a lot of times I'll have like an afternoon, just a cup, like eight ounces. Um, rarely I'll have it at night. But from what I saw, because I looked that up too, uh, you shouldn't have caffeine, they say, six hours before you go to sleep. So that afternoon coffee is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you don't really go over your limit, I believe you're not supposed to go over about like 400, um, I think it's 400 milligrams. Yeah. You shouldn't go over like three to 400 milligrams per day, but it's also kind of hard because the amount of caffeine in all the coffees are different. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's kind of easy to overdose, I guess you, you could say. Uh, but oh yeah. So also with, uh, back to the rapid eye movement stage of sleeping, um, you can be awoke. You can be awoken very easily during this state. So that's like if you wake up during that state, you feel like super out of it and like groggy. Um, but yeah. So basically, the brain regions used in learning are being stimulated when you're in that state of sleep, and that's mm-hmm. why it's important, like for infants, to have so much sleep because they are just like they're trying to be a whole like human. So, and like, (laughs) they're processing a lot of shit. So that would make sense why they sleep so much, because it's probably like such an overload to the system. And you know what? Hmm. That'll make sense why they learn so fast. Yeah, right? All that damn sleep. That's crazy. Like, all this stuff makes sense now. And that's probably why, you know, for the longest thing, you've heard that like, oh, as you get older, it's harder to learn new things. Mm. I wonder how much of that is true. Oh my God, Zix, we don't sleep. Yeah, because oh, we so don't sleep. Stupid, right? Damn it! I'm gonna go to sleep right now. Right now, like I'm already <laughs> fucking over. Like I'm already not gonna get enough sleep, and I just drank coffee, and it's like ten o'clock at night. Good job, Britt. How are you reporting on it while you're drinking coffee? While I'm fucking up, guys. So like <laughs> that's why I feel like it was really important to like share this information because sure. I'm like, yo, this is important stuff, right? For sure. So that's I'm like, yeah, we're doing a podcast on a podcast, but <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like it's important, and if we can help spread the word, hey, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it's beneficial to somebody because I'm really excited to like get myself on a proper sleeping schedule and see what the difference is. Exactly. Because exactly. I'm tired of feeling like shit. I always say that though, and I'm I'm not. Oh no! That. But that's the thing. Like you have to actively, like seriously, plan your shit 
You know what I mean? Like it's like mm-hmm. crazy. Like you fucking plan, go to sleep, got to plan everything. God dang it! Well, I feel like everything in like society is like anti that. Oh, definitely. You, know what I mean? you work that nine to five, you get home, and I can imagine you have a kid. <laughs> like you want to spend time with but that's with why I, like a lot of times i'll fall asleep before the time because i'm like so tired from the day yeah. i'll end up passing out like seven eight o'clock and truly i should be going to bed at like 10 o'clock because i wake up like five something mm-hmm. so i mean you're supposed to get seven to nine hours sleep so i guess the earliest i could go to sleep would be like eight o'clock but even still that's a little nine hours is a little too much for me yeah. um i'd be good at seven eight max um so when I fall asleep like seven o'clock, that just throws me off, and I do that all the time. So like I really need to like <laughs> figure it out. You used to be on it, I, wasn't like, I? When we was in college, wasn't was I? Co- wasn't I good? Yes. Yo, she was really she was whack. It wasn't I was like she was so good. Whack. She was like whack. I don't give a shit. That that's you, a problem. Look, sleep is for the week. Why are you sleeping? Why are you sleeping, bro? I used to we be out college. like we're literally freshmen in the dorms, living on broad and chestnut, like. Everybody's having the time of their lives. I was in bed by 9.30. Uh-huh. I used to come right up in there. Get up. It was terrible. Get your ass up. I used to be so upset. It's 10 All o'clock. for me to go fucking sit on you guys' couch. Like, why am I awake? We used to try to get you to go to the diner, too. Yeah, 2 in the morning. That was Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. <laughs> hey, miss you, Jeremy. Yeah, right. Um. All right. So, they were saying there's a theory of dreams and why we need them uh and one of the theories was that we store all of our dreams and we're taking the newly learned information we got while we were awake and pairing it with what we already know and it becomes a part of ourselves. um do you have like what type of dreams do you have like what like in in a category what would you say the type of dreams honestly i don't dream that often mm-hmm. it makes me like sad because like i hear other people talk about their dreams yeah it's probably because you're never even reaching that deep deep enough state. you know i'm not i don't <laughs> like folks i haven't like confession i really don't sleep well at all <laughs> I, well like i don't for, like you know some people always have nightmares some people mine are um, always like stupid not stupid but mine not are even always like, like the content i mean like mine will be like zombies like I'm fighting in a zombie, like a zombie apocalypse. I'm not lying. I remember I had this one dream. I had this one dream that it was. <laughs> see, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. I had this one dream that it was snowing snowballs. And people were getting rocked. Like I just looked outside and seen people getting rocked by snowballs. And there was like a warning and stuff. Like Damn. Yeah, everybody stay indoors. <laughs> everybody stay indoors. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, like me, like I have a lot of the same dreams. Um, a lot of times I'll remember my dreams like when I first wake up, mm. usually not throughout the day. Um, mm. yeah, I usually, it doesn't like usually come back to me later. That's interesting because he had like a idea of like why that is. And mm-hmm. it's not so much that we forget our dreams. Mm-hmm. It's just that our brain is in this like psychotic state where all rationale is gone whatever is supposed to be like handling where information goes mm-hmm. like the like you said the 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 inmates just broke out the jail mm-hmm. we don't know where the paperwork's at <laughs> so you wake up and it's not that we forgot it it's in there we just don't know where it's at mm-hmm. and me personally i don't remember my dreams a lot but anytime that i do i never remember it when i first get up mm-hmm. i'm always going throughout my entire day and mm-hmm. then 
something might trigger it. But then do you remember that it's a dream or do you think that it's just a random old memory? No, nah, I remember it's a dream. Then you remember it's a dream. Like yeah, then I remember it's a dream. I'm like, See, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool, though. Because, like, what? me, I just remember it literally the first, like, few seconds I wake up, and all of a sudden it's just, like, <laughs> just gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do always remember, though, my dreams that are reoccurring. Okay. And it's just, like, two of them. Like, I, the main one, though, is always me saving people. Like, a group of people, it can be a person or two, we're always, like, on some crazy-ass, like, mission yeah and it's like we're jumping through trains and we're running through the city or we're running out of this place like it's always some high intensity like (laughs) i don't but the thing is i never know if i save them or not like it never gets to that point and um i feel like that means anything i feel like in a past life i was the leader of some sort of group of people and I think they died. I think I failed them. I don't know Damn. what happened. I don't know if there's a flood. It was like, because it's always like, I never feel like it's my fault necessarily. Like in my dreams, it's just like something just happens, but we're trying to escape and I never know what happens. Why so, you let them die, Britt? I don't, I don't even know if they die, <laughs> but I feel like they may have died because in my life now, mm-hmm. I'm always having people like, not thrown in my face but i'm always coming across everyone i meet i feel like i end up having to help them in some way and not that i mind it but it's just like it always happens Mm -hmm. but then i always have that dream too i've always had that dream since i was a kid but they're always different circumstances so that's Mm -hmm. what i just wonder like you know i i I believe in reincarnation so i just wonder if that's like a past thing that i experienced Yeah, and then the other dream I have, which is usually when something's, like, changing in my life, I have a dream where, like, I go into a house and then I open up a door and it turns into, like, a completely different house or, like, a secret section of a house. It's weird. And I don't know if it's just a combination of all the different houses I've been in in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know what that one means. But, but yeah. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> like, if if like dreams and stuff and like sleep is to i don't know like uh take in new information mm-hmm. and and apply it to old information mm-hmm. like reoccurring dreams is probably like nigga you still don't get it possibly i'm trying to tell you this for oh, i'm sure 12 yeah 12 years <laughs> <laughs> your brain how your brain calling you dumb and just keep replaying it <laughs> play it for her again uh, maybe she'll see it this time <laughs> shit right. um but yeah oh so then another thing though with dreams is also it's said that they also can act as like a purging kind of like a byproduct of just everything we take in during the day mm-hmm and so it's just kind of a way to like filter through and get rid of all the extra shit that you don't need to remember. All the useless information. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I wonder hmm. where do you get rid of like if you're not in control of all the information, we take in so much information day to day. Like it's crazy how much information we take in. Mm-hmm. Not even, everything you look at, you're processing, thinking right. about, and it goes somewhere. Who's in charge of like taking out the trash? Well, I our body gave us now. a mechanism, but we don't need it apparently. So, so yeah, think just... about that. I guess right. If you're not getting enough sleep, all that shit, all that shit, right? It's just sitting in there and just oh, God. No wonder we're all crazy. Um, but yeah. So he also gave the example of like 
say you light a match and you get the light, but you also get the heat. So they were saying that that's kind of how dreams can be. Dreams can be the heat, kind of just the byproduct of, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think it's a cool, like, little analogy. Um, But, yeah, so, like, the term sleep on it. It's like <laughs> the real. It's like very literal. Like, There's a lot of terms like that that mm-hmm. like have like very concrete meanings or derive from something, and we figure out the science and think that like it's real now, but they done figured it out years ago, and that's why it's a phrase. Yeah, because they they you know we're smarter than them. Uh, yeah, we think <laughs> we always think of, like of evolution and stuff is linear. Like it started <laughs> from there, and now mm-hmm. like we're the most. Right, advanced we've ever been, but right. I just think they had different um mm-hmm. ways of looking at the world, tools. It was right. a different type of technology. I think though too, like with the term "sleep on it," because we don't think we're we're trying to make it seem so like extra instead of looking at it very literally about what it's saying. Because mm-hmm. you know, usually when you hear "sleep sleep on it," you think, "Oh, that means just take some time to think about it longer." No, yeah. literally, go to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> Go literally to bed, go to up. sleep and let your brain figure it out mm-hmm. by itself um does that work for you what going to sleep like it's just if you have like a big decision to make or anything going on like do you usually go to sleep on it yeah but it's and usually do you feel because different i feel when you like up? yeah and it's usually out of a state though of feeling like overwhelmed where i don't want to think about it <laughs> you, ever, you ever just you ever just remember when you was a kid and you knew you was gonna get in trouble <laughs> I remember, like, I knew they called. My, I, I knew they called my mom's job, mm-hmm. and like, when she got home, it was a wrap, and you just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this don't exist no more. <laughs> right. Just go to bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but also, though, I did see too much sleep. Though is also a problem, which I always knew was a problem. What is that? Getting like, yeah, getting too much sleep. So if you're doing like ten hours and over, now everybody's different. So some people may be okay, you know what I mean, with a little mm-hmm. bit of extra sleep. But when you get into like 12 hours and things you, like that. You're depressed. Well, yeah, depression is one. No. Um, but also just too much sleep. Then your body is just in that um, kind of shutdown mode for too long. Okay. You and understand? Like, so yeah. when you're, because your heart rate is dropping, everything is kind of in sleep mode. So you're not getting back into your natural rhythm inside. Um, because you need a balance of both. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're in the regenerative regenerative stage. So then you go back into being awake and you know fucking up shit. So if you're just staying asleep, <laughs> you're getting past the regenerative. I can't even say that word fast. Regenerative stage. To a point where it's diminishing. Um, yeah, exactly. Where, yeah, things are just going to start breaking down because mm-hmm. they're not being used. Uh, so that's another thing. Like, I get headaches when I sleep too long. That's how I don't. Like, they're, like, saying especially, like, if you you should try to keep the same sleep schedule even on the weekends, which sounds super whack. But if you go during the week, like, getting six hours of sleep and then on the weekend you decide you want to sleep ten hours, it's a, it's too big of a difference. Mm-hmm. So I know me. I always get a headache when I sleep in too late. You guys always like people always laugh at me because I'm up at seven in the morning on the weekend. But if I sleep till like ten o'clock, yeah, I don't I'm know a how you do it. I don't I know how you do it. I literally though will have a headache. Like that side effect affects me. <laughs> I always do wake up though, even if I don't get up. Yeah, I wake right, up right, at right. at the same time every every mm-hmm. day. 
Yeah. So, um, like we said, seven hours at a minimum, seven to nine hours. They say the best sleep um, is cooler in a cooler temperature. Um, Thank so I you. I guess that's why. <laughs> Thank you. I guess because... that's why, you know, sleeping with a fan is so nice. Yes. Um, like right now, I, I'm not trying to turn on. I live in a big old house. I'm not trying to turn on my radiator heat right now. So mm-hmm. I have on a space heater, but I also have the window open. Mm-hmm. And at first, I just thought I was tripping, but it just felt right to me. But if I have the window closed, it heats up too much. But keeping the window open kind of keeps the balance. Like, it's still yeah. a little, like, like I'm wearing a hoodie and stuff in the house, but it's, like, comfortable. And I'm thinking I'm probably hitting that sweet spot of between 60 to 68 degrees. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's still a little chilly. But, you know what I mean? It's not enough to make you feel, like, lethargic. Yeah. yeah. And I just hate being hot. But like, yeah, that just yeah, makes that's, sense. That's super always, uncomfortable. I yeah. never understood people that just wanted to be toasty at all times. Mm-hmm. And like, and my thing is you can always get warmer. You can't get cooler without yeah. the aid of something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, which was just kind of interesting how they say a warm bath. Why does a warm bath always make you want to go to sleep? The assumption would be that like you're toasty. Yeah. So it's like, warm. doesn't that counteract what you guys are saying about being in a cool environment and he was saying because what happens when you sit in a warm bath all the heat rises to the surface so then your core temperature lowers so Mm -hmm. that's why you feel ready for bed i was like oh so technically your warm bath is making you cool enough right and he was also saying um um, if you ever like a trick to try to get to sleep mm-hmm. is to like, you know, rub your hands and your feet together and get the blood to rush there, mm-hmm. taking away from the core of your body. Oh. Cool you down some. Okay. Yeah. Little hacks. <laughs> hacks, hacks. But yeah, like the thing that though it's scary, um, just talking about like drowsy driving and things like that. Thinking about those professions that have people working these crazy shifts, these 12-hour, 16-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. And those are our doctors, our nurses, uh, truck drivers, pilots. Mm-hmm. Like We all seen Denzel. We saw Denzel flying that plane all coked up and, and not sleeping. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's all coked up. Right. But, uh, but that's wild, though. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I... Think, I don't know which country it was where they put their nurses and I th- guess all their hospital personnel, they put them on lo- like shorter shifts and mm. they saw less deaths and yeah, botched that's surgeries. So scary. That's so right. scary to think about the people that have like that much control over life and death mm-hmm. uh, just not adequately rested. Yeah. And, and like well, residency, I didn't know residency. I knew it was brutal. Mm-hmm. And residency uh, being like when you're trying, that's when you're trying to become a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it The system is like making you not get sleep. Mm-hmm. There's people falling asleep on, uh, it's, it's just nuts. Yeah. So yeah, residency, like the whole system was based on this one particular doctor, I believe. And he wrote the curriculum for it. And I don't have his name. I apologize. But they talk about it in the podcast, um, the Joe Rogan podcast. But he wrote the curriculum for it. 
and it was pretty much you're working nonstop. It's like almost inhuman. Mm-hmm. We adopted that. So it's just normal to have these people who are in their residency not get any sleep. They're working 14 hour shifts and dealing with people's lives. Right. Come to find out years later, he was on coke. <laughs> Yeah, why have we not changed that? Like, yeah, that hasn't changed. <laughs> but you guys, like, they're still following his method. Yeah, out of control. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's see. All right. So going on to basically different things that can affect your sleep and some tips, I suppose, to help you sleep better. Mm-hmm. So now you have like something called circadian rhythm. Uh, we have that within us, which is our 24 hour internal clock. That's like running in the background of your brain and cycles between sleepiness and and alertness, um, known as the sleep wake cycle. Now that's why it's important for us to have like sunlight in the daytime, uh, be able to see stars at night. Like Mm -hmm. it's just something that will program us inside to naturally feel like it's ready for like it's time for bed yeah there's natural clocks that line up with our internal clocks mm -hmm. yeah but given our current state of (laughs) uh pollution not really getting proper sunlight um our phones all this artificial light that we have that we're looking at every day Mm -hmm. it throws it off yeah, light pollution is a real thing. Just mm-hmm. like the amount of light that comes from man-made things like cities. Yeah. That takes away from the stars. That takes away from the moonlight. That takes away from things, visual indicators. And probably on like a, I don't know, molecular level mm-hmm. indicators that would trigger us to, hey, it's time to go to sleep. Right. And circadian rhythms, there are a bunch of different ones. Like there's some for like, uh, I mean, even like the seasons changing, that's a form of circadian rhythm. Mm. Um, animals going into hibernation, mating seasons, that's circadian rhythms. Um, women and menstrual cycles, that's circadian rhythms. Like that shit just happens. Yeah. Uh, so we also have that in us and we're just totally disrupting it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally fucking it up. Yeah. To the um, point that we made a daylight savings. Like what? And everyone doesn't even do that. Like, can we just stop that shit? God, all those heart attacks. They're trying to right. kill us. Population control. Um That's what all right. boils so, down to. Right. So now your melatonin levels. Now of course we all hear about melatonin, taking melatonin supplements. Um not the melatonin melatonin not melanin (laughs) melatonin levels they rise about two hours before your bedtime you're supposed to be bedtime uh so it's good to start creating basically like the perfect like conditions for it so it's like keeping the lights low um like we said earlier starting to like decrease the amount of time you're on electronics before bed Mm -hmm. um not watching as much TV, just, you know, kind of just dimming it down. Um, they also said even like during the day, make it like being outside more will help your sleep at night be better. Mm-hmm. But uh, taking melatonin supplements don't really work, which I'm sure if you've tried it out, you've seen that. Like you're like, eh, I don't think this is really working. And this is because it doesn't really help you fall asleep. It just kind of helps supplement. So like a good example that they gave was like if you're flying to different time zones and you're experiencing like extreme jet lag, 
mm-hmm. or just because if it's like an extreme difference in time zone, you can use the melatonin then to like help with your sleep um, because you're kind of already tired, but you just feel a little off. Um, but it's not something to use like a every day. It, it just wears off too quickly. Like you build yeah. up a tolerance very fast. Um, but I thought of something real quick, huh? and I'm sorry to cut no, you off. Um, so I remember one time, one time I was in Mexico once in my life mm-hmm. for vacation, <laughs> and um, I was on the beach at night, and I just so happened to come across baby turtles coming because you know turtles. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in real life. That joint's crazy. You just walked so, upon that? Well, I knew they were out there, but we didn't know. They like it was like it was like uh what's it called? Like fenced off kinda. Oh, okay. That like, hey, there's baby turtles over there. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with it. So found myself walking on the beach uh one night and they actually hatched and I seen them starting to make their trek back into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I was drunk. Mm-hmm. person i was with was drunk too so we're sitting out with our phones we got our flash on mm-hmm. and we're we're trying to record it and they were following our phones oh no right so to follow the I, moonlight? yeah so they're supposed oh. to follow the moonlight so once i found out they were following the phones i started leading them into the sea but i think that's like a crazy like i don't yes, know metaphor like kind of I know, I was about to lead them astray. I told you, don't listen to us, yo. <laughs> don't listen to me. <laughs> no, but no, I think that's a crazy metaphor as far as like, you know, having our phones by us at all times, mm-hmm. um, especially when we're trying to go to sleep. What's the first thing we do or the last thing we do? We check our phones. That light, when I was mm-hmm. talking like light pollution and the fact that, you know, uh, uh, fluorescent lighting yeah. throws off our, mm-hmm. what was that word? Circadian? Our, our, circa- our circadian rhythm. Yeah, so I think that's a crazy <laughs> metaphor. It's like I was throwing off those turtles' circadian rhythm to make it back to something that would be beneficial to them, to make mm-hmm. it back to the ocean. Mm-hmm. We sit up here on our phones and we're trying to go to sleep or throwing off our own circadian rhythm and missing out on the benefits of actual effective sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <sighs> I'm sorry. Dang, Zay, he's about to. Dang. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. He's gonna but let I just... them get scooped up by some seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> but cute, um, yo. I bet. So yeah, just like a few things, like we said, the light exposure. Like I know, like I know, iPhone has like a setting, like the night shift setting, where it's kind of like more yellow toned, which mm-hmm. I guess helps a little bit, but. Just get off the damn phone. I don't think it um, does. Get off the damn phone. Um, so, you know, decreasing uh, light exposure, well, blue light exposure. Um, don't, don't consume caffeine late in the day. Reduce your irregular or long daytime naps. Um, and trying to sleep and wake at consistent times. That's pretty much like the best things that you can do to get better sleep. Like even just like writing down how your day is going to go. Just mm-hmm. to get your circadian rhythm like in order, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, is a good thing I think to do to try to balance it out. I came across this website that was like, "Let us balance your circadian rhythm," and I'm like, "How the fuck you gonna do that?" So I was looking, <laughs> "How you gonna do that?" How you gonna do that? So I was looking, it ain't nothing but a motherfucking Fitbit. I was like, "Y'all play." 
Oh, this little and they just like watch their how activity. They, how how no, did they, 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 they watch their activity? Right, they watch their activity to see what times they are awake and what times they're asleep, and tell them basically, "Hey, you should go to sleep at this time." Sounds like, like a can, Yeah, anyone can do that. I'm like, oh god, people just. I guess hey, maybe they're making money. That's crazy. How people are just yogi? thinking that they need an outside thing to help them with this when you can do it yourself. Well, clearly you kind of do need an outside thing because the way it's set up right now, like it's just. Normal. Well, I mean that the fact we're. You know, it's as simple as just writing the shit down, but it's like, yeah. we have a solution. It's like, no, you don't. But um, I think it's crazy, too, just like how even like you're working out, you're dieting. If you're not getting enough sleep, none of that shit matters. Yeah. And you recover faster. Like we like we were yeah, saying like, before, you're yeah. regenerating. So you can be working out all you and want. And not regenerating. And, and not regenerating. Just... And then mm-hmm. you're more prone. I thought one of the most interesting they ran studies on like who was more injury prone mm-hmm. oh right and they surveyed a whole bunch of different athletes and put them in groups as to all right this group gets six hours this group gets seven this group gets nine and there was a direct correlation between the hours of sleep mm-hmm. and the injury uh injury proneness that they experienced crazy well, yeah wh- right whoever yeah whoever had the least amount of sleep they were the ones who were like all right most likely you're gonna get hurt yeah you're clumsy Yep. Not all the way there. You're daydreaming. Your cognitive skills just aren't being repaired. Mm. You're not going over those movements in your sleep. And you know what? I don't think it's um, even just like, you know, we say physical. They brought up an example of Thomas Edison. Did you hear him when they was bringing that up? Taking the naps. Yeah, so Thomas Edison was like notorious for taking naps, but he actually used it as a tool for creativity. So he would nap all the time. He would keep a pen and a pad at his desk to even go as far as rigging some sort of contraption to trigger like a loud noise to wake him up immediately. Yeah, he would hold something. They had him holding something. And he knew once his body fell into that state where he would loosen his muscles, the Mm. ball dropping would wake him up. And then he said, like, yeah, he would write down whatever he did. He would immediately write down whatever he did. Mm -hmm. That's dope. He's taking advantage. He's trying to get like the the quickest advantage of just waking up and mm-hmm. being in that state of you're not really there yet. Right. But then also Joe Rogan was saying that show he worked on where the writers would pull like they would stay like awake for like what two days straight or something and they'd be kind of in that silly delirium. Yeah. And that's when they would do the writing for the show. But I mean, definitely, especially through college, I remember being in that silly delirium. Yeah. And it, it is fun. It's so much fun. But it's also, like, at the same time, very dangerous and scary. Like, you feel your heart rate go up. Like, you have these moments where your heart's beating really fast. Like, yeah. your body's just kind of out of control. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to get on a proper sleep schedule and see the benefits. You think you can I'm stick to it? I'm about to, to look it? like 10 years younger. Yeah, I think I could stick to it if I like actually like super duper plan it out and don't just wing it. <laughs> Why do we just feel like we're gonna miss out on so much if we go to sleep early? I always feel like I'm missing out, so I feel like a kid. You know when I used to send you to go to sleep? You know? I yeah, you stupid. <laughs> well, I feel like well for me, I feel like I I wait till the last minute to try to get stuff done, and then I end up being awake longer because mm-hmm. I'm like. I like my son is like going to bed close to almost ten o'clock, so then that's like I want I need to go to bed by ten o'clock, but I don't feel like I really get much done when he's awake, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just like I have to really just whatever I want to get done for the day, I gotta make sure I just I'm doing it instead of like 
laying around or relaxing and then saving it for later. You know I what? And need I- to go ahead and push through and get it done. Yeah. So then I can go to sleep at a proper time. Oh, just quick to point out, you brought up your son. Mm-hmm. One of the craziest things that I found on that podcast was that um the effects of not sleeping and and uh just the school schedule mm-hmm. and how it is like scientifically proven that going to school later mm-hmm. um they not behave better but they learn better yeah when they're more well rested and i also thought it was crazy how you know there's been a rise in adhd mm-hmm. um the what would you call it not the symptoms but i guess the ailments of adhd not being able to focus mm-hmm. uh kind of being aloof this that and the third are the same as being sleep deprived mm-hmm so you'll have people getting put on these prescription drugs. You'll have kids getting put on these prescription drugs for ADHD when they could just be sleep. Yeah, when they could just be sleep deprived. And one of the things that a lot of those medicines for ADHD, what do they do? They keep you awake. Mm-hmm. They keep you alert. So not only are they not getting enough, enough sleep as it is, you're compounding it with giving them medicine to keep them awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. craziness right and then they also touched on too like eating how does that affect your sleep and he was saying that you shouldn't go to bed starving but also don't go to bed too full so i think what was it like two hours before i don't know if you remember i think they said mm-hmm. maybe like two hours before you eat like two hours before you go to bed mm-hmm. but whatever you eat don't overdo it yeah <laughs> But yeah, um, th- I mean, that's all that I really have for now. Like Zay said, definitely go check out that episode. Like you said, it's episode number 1109 One, yeah. uh, with Matthew Walker. And he can be found online under the science, no, Sleep Diplomat, Sleep Diplomat. And he has a book called, sorry, let me pull it back up. Uh, it's called Why We Sleep. So yeah. Yeah. Uh so I hope to get some good sleep. Not happening tonight. Yeah. Let's try again tomorrow. It's not happening tonight. Yeah, but we never get this back now. I'm gonna die early. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh for you fellas, because you know dudes have a tendency, and myself included, to uh forego being healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's macho shit. It's probably being scared of reality. They say, (laughs) maybe this will motivate them. I'm going to leave dudes off with this. They say, men who sleep five to six hours a night will have a level of testosterone six to ten years their senior. Ooh, Chad. Mm-hmm. Powder. Pow. Why you say powder? <laughs> Why you say powder? It's just going to dry up. Right? I'm just saying. Dry up. If that but ain't yeah, motivation. I mean, yeah, dude, like just the hormone imbalance yeah. makes sense. God, yeah. man, this shit is complex. Come it's on, y'all. We need to get our complex. lives together, y'all. Right? We need to go to sleep, y'all. I want everybody to get adequate sleep at night. Let's try to go a whole week of of proper bedtime. Whatever yeah. that is for you, whatever time seven you need hours. to get up. 
I don't even care about proper proper bedtime. Just just try to get seven hours of sleep. Well, I mean, it depends what time you need to wake up. Like, true. Everybody don't wake up at five o'clock like me. So <laughs> no, I'm a sixer. All right, so you need to be in bed by eleven. I might be in bed, but that don't mean I'm going to sleep. Well, you got to start setting the tone. Remember, mm. two hours before, you know, keep the lights dim. Start and sleep naked, y'all. Oh yeah, Basically, yeah. yeah. Sleep <laughs> naked. I found that out like like way too late. I should have been doing that for mad long. <laughs> I always would get mad at my son because he goes to sleep with barely any damn clothes on. I'm like, you're gonna get sick. No, so he's sleeping good as sense. hell. Yeah, he be out. <laughs> yeah, the science behind that, y'all. Um, yeah, we can keep talking about sleep because it's the one thing that uh we all have in common and we don't get enough of. Uh, so I don't know how to end this. Like this, it's done. Go get some, <laughs> go get some sleep. <laughs> get in the bed. Get in the bed. Get in the bed. All right, y'all. We love y'all. Um, go go rest. Yeah, and let us know a crazy dream if you have a crazy dream story. Yeah, I, for sure. I love dream stories. Let us know your sleep schedule. I want to know I'm not alone. Yeah, what is the average amount of time you guys can sleep? Yeah. All right. See you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Pulled up the 630 and the 745 As he waving shorty high, you know he's showing his bling out She got in the car, he drove, he pulled his thing out This girl can't feel it, she mad, she threw the ring out How she found out, she tripped the whole thing out Y'all be going through problems, you gotta work the kinks out When you go to sleep, what do you think about? If y'all get a divorce, she gon' take everything except the kitchen sink out Make it so cold you gotta pull your mink out Or grab your roller skates and turn the roller rink out You now back up in the club, in the club trying to mink out Meanwhile, she out doing the same thing now Nightmares from your dream, gal Make you scream out Still dreaming Make you scream out
of my crew, she worked for Fox News. One of her men's that she lent the drop to won't come back with it, so she want him clapped in it. Says it's important that it looks like an accident. She was snorting and her eyes had bags in it. She was recording how to wire action. Four days before I came by, she got banged with bricks. Crossed the line from a world of loose cast into a world of entrapment. A good girl going back. Some dreams, they dream, some dreams come true.